This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 229, Marvel and DC Animated Movies. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something, so we have a this is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Strangers and Aliens. My name is Ben, Ben Avery, and I'm here to talk about geeky stuff, fun <laughs> geeky stuff, good geeky stuff. Sometimes bad and bad geeky mm. stuff, <laughs> yes, and terrible geeky stuff, <laughs> and oh, yeah. the depths of terribleness that we are going to explore here. I don't know. I words, <laughs> <laughs> but the greatness as well. There is some pretty yeah. incredible greatness. Um, but if this was a Marvel versus DC, oh, it would. Marvel would just be laying in the corner, yep. crying, bleeding out of every single hole in their head. <laughs> it would just be a bad, bad thing. Not good. Not mm. good. Not good. Mm. But before we get into that, we should probably introduce the other two people, voices you've already heard. And that would be the person who's sitting directly in front of me, which would be Evan David. Hello, I'm Evan David. And the person who's sitting directly behind me, that would be Steve McDonald. Hey, everybody. I'm over here behind Ben, apparently. I, I'm guessing. Although I'm, I guess my back is facing north, south, south. So, no, you're not directly behind me. You're more, be to my, sort of more to my right. To the right. Yep. Kind of behind to the right. My left. By about, I don't know. Which is kind of funny because <laughs> which is kind of funny because your, your name means son of the, the right hand. It does. So it does. Cool. Weird that it would and my be last name means uh, Lord of the Elves. That is, that is true. <laughs> so that's kind or of or Prince of the Fairy Folk. So nice. I, my last my last yeah. mean my last name means Son of the World Ruler. Man. So I am the son of the right hand of the Lord of the Elves. Nice. And you are the the crown of the the son of the world ruler and evan oh well okay so evan means brave warrior or well brought up okay scott means tattooed one ah, middle names don't count in this or from scotland because i don't know what my middle name means so and david means beloved so i'm a beloved well brought up tattooed scottish warrior sure <laughs> and sure that's okay with me yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So anyway, now that's out of the way. Yep, now that we've settled that. We are here to talk about <laughs> direct to DVD or direct to streaming. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I, some of these are went streaming first, uh, animated superhero movies. And you might be what? saying to yourself, what type of niche episode is this? But in recent years, this has actually been become pretty popular. And these films are a varying degree successful and of varying qualities. Very varying <laughs> qualities. Yeah. In fact, the Marvel ones, you could pretty much say they're direct to screaming Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, yeah, and I'm. It pains me. It pains me to say that this is one of those situations where it's not even a discussion. Nope. You know, yeah. there's some Marvel versus DC discussion to be had in a lot of different places, uh, but in this case, there is no discussion. It is just plain Marvel. Marvel's got dumb. Like, <laughs> they've got like one. They've got one that's okay. They got one that I really enjoyed. They have two that I was just clawing at my eyes with spoons, <laughs> just trying to like I it, it you know Clockwork Orange where he's like forcing his eyes open so he can watch what they're forcing him to watch so he, he gets desensitized to mm-hmm. violence and he becomes a a worthwhile member of society. If you haven't seen yeah. the movie, I just gave you that information. Yep, so that I didn't know it that. Sets up. Spoiler. It, well, it, it, <laughs> it sets up what I'm about to say here. But I mean, I I felt like I was in that torture scene mm. where, and I don't know if you guys have seen this movie at all. There's two of them, and basically imagine a PlayStation Two cutscene. Nice. All right. Now imagine that they're not very well done. Mm. Okay. <laughs> And now string them together for, I don't know, 65 minutes. Wow. And there you have, uh, I'm trying to remember what the... Was it the team-up ones where Iron Man teams yes. up with Hulk and then yes. Iron Man teams it's, up with uh, Captain America? Iron Man and Captain America, Heroes United. And then Iron Man and Hulk, Heroes United from 2000, looks like 2013 and 2014. Mm. And wow, were they bad. <laughs> so so bad. I was working at Toys R Us when these came out and I saw them on the shelves. I remember that. There was supposed to be more. Mm. I think there was supposed to be a third one and they just gave up. And <laughs> rightly so. They gave up on a lot of stuff Marvel has because they had a plan. Like They were going to release one every year. They gave up on that because DC was just crushing them yeah. with their DVD release plan. Yeah, and we're not going to really get into the Marvel Knights animation, which is um, kind of the comic book uh Animated comic books. Animated comics, yeah. We're, we're not going to really talk about yeah. those. Um, they're not really movies. And they're not no. really good. <laughs> my, my opinion. But, um, yeah, so it looks like this started around 2006, 2007 for mm. both Marvel and DC. And that that is just about right as far as what I remember. Because when I uh, – there was a period of time where I was working for the animation studio that was planning to do a animated movie of – a certain project of mine. Cool. I worked with them for a year on this. The animated project never came out of it, but a couple novels did. Um, but during that time, I was buying these direct-to-DVD animated films. And so Avengers, uh, Ultimate Avengers was around then, and um, they, there's a Dragonlance one. Um, there was a Turok Dinosaur Hunter one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, which wasn't terrible. Hmm. It wasn't bad. 
uh, it was interesting. It was kind of like watching a mature version of a Saturday morning cartoon. Right. And the, that was one of the, that was the big, the gimmick with these is that, cause we had animated direct to D DVD movies before, but they tied in with the television shows like Batman, the animated series, Batman beyond. But the big draw with these were, we are specifically making them for PG 13 rating for an adult audience. And we can deliver that comic book superhero action without the massive budget of a live action film. And they were new as far as they weren't connected to, like you said, the Bruce Tim right. TV series with, uh, well, I remember the Superman Batman one where it was that crossover Superman and Batman. It was actually on TV Saturday morning. It was a 90 right, yes. episode, mm-hmm. but then it was released and, you know, Obviously tied into the whole Bruce Tim. It's actually just three episodes of Superman the Animated Series stitched together. Was it Superman the Animated Series? So, but, I mean, you had uh, Mask of the Phantasm, Batman, which was... The theatrical release for that. Yep, but it wasn't originally planned to. And that was a, I mean, that was a critical success. You had Batman Sub-Zero, Mr. Freeze movie, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had... Matt, Batman Mystery of the Batwoman, which was also tied in with that, and I like that one too. And then the best one, which I would actually actually just put at the top of the list of all of these, is Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, which mm. is my favorite. I think it's really good. And so all, but all those were tied in with that DC animated universe, yeah. Bruce Timverse, and these are all. <laughs> They're originally all going to be separate, but then they started lining them up with continuity. We can talk about that, but. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one from DC was Superman Doomsday, which was an adaptation. That's the other thing is a lot of the DC ones are strict adaptations of things that were in the comics. Right. And this Superman Doomsday was not a very strict one, but it's based (laughs) it's based off of the death and return of Superman. And I was so pumped for this when it came out. I was just pumped. We had a, a party at my house when this came out we we brought everybody over and we watched it um it's okay <laughs> <laughs> the doomsday fight is really awesome it is very cool i just remember not being all that impressed with it the movie as a whole no the casting choice for lois lane she sounds really really old um and it doesn't match her character model i don't think um and it got it went to some dark places with the toy man inclusion and the return part of the death and return of superman it was eh. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's the animated feature, which means you're looking at 80 minutes or so. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of story to pack into it that. It is. It absolutely is. They, you, you always talk about you like the four imposters of Superman who mm-hmm. come back out of that. They squished them all into one, and it was, it was okay. There's just no room for it. One thing I would recommend, buying that DVD if you're really into the if Doomsday or that storyline, the – bonus features on that they have a full i think it's like an hour long documentary about the making of the comic book (laughs) uh death and return of superman so that was very cool but marvel beat them to the punch yes with the ultimate avengers and then ultimate avengers 2 came out also i really liked ultimate avengers 1 i can't remember much about it i've seen all of them so here's marvel's lineup uh ultimate avengers ultimate avengers 2 invincible iron man (laughs) doctor strange Next Avengers, Heroes of Tomorrow, Hulk versus, which was two short movies, Hulk mm-hmm. versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor, Thor. Yep. 
and then Planet Hulk, and then Thor, Tales of Asgard, which I have not seen that one. Oh. And that was 2011. They were kind of done mm-hmm. there. But they did continue. And like I said, they had the Iron Man and Captain America, Heroes United, Iron Man and Hulk, Heroes United. They did two anime movies. Uh, they're basically Iron, Iron Man, Man Technovor. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Avengers, Black Widow, and Punisher. Mm. That's, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they did uh, some more. They're getting younger then with what they're coming out with now right. lately. With... Uh, some of the stuff tied into like superhero squad or superhero adventures or mm-hmm. whatever. And then Hulk where monsters. Well, I think it's kind of tied into agents of smash. Okay. The series, but that's the one that had uh, Dr. Strange It's basically Dr. Strange is coming out in October of 2016. So let's get out a animated something with Dr. Strange in it, yeah. but then it also had man thing. Mm. So you watched it. I did. Yeah. I did watch it. And now it's on Netflix. I rented it to watch it back in October. Nice. But it's on Netflix now, and I'll just say it's a great, great adaptation of Swamp Thing. <laughs> not Man-Thing. Man-Thing is kind of not quite Man-Thing. Mm. He's more more Swamp Thing than Man-Thing, in my opinion. All but. right. So let's let's talk about these Marvel ones since the list is shorter. Yeah, it's super short. While we're here. Um, I watched The Invincible Iron Man. Yuck. I can't remember much about it other than not liking it. Yeah. I yeah, remember just not lovely. liking it. I don't, don't watch it. I don't know if we need to. Do we need to talk about why? <laughs> I don't. We don't like it. I, 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 if there's something really egregious, I guess. I mean, if it's just not well done, it's which is just, where I fall on, because yeah. I don't remember anything about it. It's not very it. good. It's it's like it's the origin story of Iron Man, but it's now set in China, and the bad guy is the Mandarin, which is not really the Mandarin. It's a ghost which possesses a naked lady. And that, See, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's the yeah, final boss know. fight. And so, eh. Yeah, don't not remember that. Not a fan. I, I did remember kind of liking Doctor Strange, though. I, and I, but I, I don't remember so why. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I sort of remember that, too. That was back before I had magic convictions, but I remember. That I was okay. I remember liking Doctor Strange. I don't remember why I haven't revisited at all. I mean, it's no, it's... The bad guy in it is Mordo, and when he goes to learn his magic stuff, he's like bitter rivals with him the whole time. And so, just skip that. Watch the live action movie. It's much better. Infinitely better. Uh, but then there was, and these are all movies I owned but got rid of, mm. like because I'm just I'm not going to watch these again. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and then there's uh, Next Avengers. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one that I think most people would say. That's actually a decent movie it's, on its own it's pretty solid and i think one of the reasons is it's it's totally original mm-hmm. um and it's this was my first introduction to ultron ever and it's even original characters as well yes. because you have then in next adventures it's the subtitles heroes of tomorrow it takes place in this alternate future where ultron has won yeah. and there's a resistance and the resistance is basically children of the avengers and they're not even the resistance they're just like they hid them away till they're of age to go fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Thor's daughter, Captain America's son, others. <laughs> <laughs> others. And then eventually they meet up and join the resistance in like Ultron City or whatever. But Ultron is scary in this. He's it's a very good depiction of Ultron, I thought. And he's 
he's very intimidating and frightening and there are some cameos from surviving avengers i'm not going to spoil it because i do i would recommend this because some of them are dead i mean this is a a dark dark most future. of them are dead this is a dark yeah. future i mean this is kind of that earth x or um kingdom come kind of feeling of the future where there's definitely a legacy yeah. that they can follow but at the same time they're they're separated from their parents and a lot of the parents are dead and yeah, yeah. i'd rec- i'd recommend this one this one was pretty good yeah i enjoyed it and but it is dark and it is that pg13 but nowhere near as dark as some of these other dc movies we're going to talk about <laughs> like nowhere even near so, yeah. or or as dark as the uh, Hulk versus, which is up next. Hulk versus uh, that one. There's two stories, and the one is it's it's Wolverine versus Hulk. Yes, but I believe that meeting. starts out as um, more like Weapon X people against Hulk because isn't Deadpool a part of this? And no, so basically that it's basically it's a it's a Wolverine movie, and he happens to meet with the Hulk, and then. It's Wolverine versus Weapon X, and then the Hulk is basically the Deus Ex Machina okay. at the end. Because I remember Weapon X was involved. Yes. Like, there's... Their Deadpool's in here, Lady Deathstrike, Sabretooth, yeah. they're all there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, 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 I mean, it's PG-13, so they put in all the blood and the that you get with Wolverine, yeah. so... <laughs> and then uh, with Hulk versus Thor, um, Hulk is being used by, is it Hela, I think? I can't remember who, but no, it's Loki. Is it Loki? Hulk, yeah. But Hulk is being used to attack Asgard. Yeah, and Thor fights him. Yep, Hell is in it though. They go down there. There's some magic stuff going on where yeah. Hulk and Bruce are—I don't remember all the details. I just remember seeing Bruce like in a tower or, or something. So, yeah, yeah, whatever happens there, magic. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then Thor: Tales of Asgard, I have not seen. Neither have I. So. It's but no, it's like teenage Thor, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a hammer, but he's getting he's got a sword, and he's becoming like worthy of the hammer, dude. I'm a teenager, so <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so out of that list, I'd recommend. Oh no, we missed one. What did we miss? My other favorite one, uh, Planet Hulk. Oh, we did. <laughs> we skipped over Planet Hulk. I like that a lot, actually. I think it's a solid adaption of the comic book, and this one is an adaption mm-hmm. of a comic book, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's that eighty-minute, thirty issue. <laughs> yeah, and I liked the because uh, I really like the comic book. This one kind of takes it and takes a couple of liberties with it, like giving it a happy ending. Um, well, because it has an ending. Yes, you know, unlike, it's not just feeding into some other stuff. Yeah. Yes, um, but yeah, I'd recommend that one. Um, that one that one's earned the PG thirteen though, mm-hmm. with the violence level. Yeah, yeah. Or you can just wait until what November, and watch Thor. But that's Ragnarok. not really gonna be Planet Hulk. It's eh. they're definitely taking a detour. They definitely are, but it's I mean Hulk's there, but the story of Planet Hulk's like really epic, and I think this is not gonna be that. I think that if you really want to experience Planet Hulk, read it. Yeah, I mean this. The, the movie is kind of a it's a it's a poor substitute. I think most Except of them the are ending. though. Yeah, no, definitely most of them are, and this this is one that I'm I'm saying you're much better off reading it than than watching it. So the ones worth it on this list would be Planet Hulk for me, uh, Next Avengers, and then I would even say uh, 
Ultimate Avengers number one is pretty cool. I yeah, I, I came into it just biased because I didn't yeah. like I didn't like Ultimates. Oh, and yeah, see, me too. I really like Ultimates yeah. a lot. So I had read that uh, six issue thing. I think. Did you read the Ultimates too? No. Oh man, they go to some crazy places, Ben. Um, I just didn't like Captain America and Ultimates, and oh really? Yeah. Me off. Oh okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if I don't like the main character or one of them, understandable. I don't want to spend time there. So understandable. Yeah, I remember. I think I watched it with my son, and he was much younger than he is now. I don't even know when this came out. And I was, I, I just, I remember, I'm like, this just isn't for kids. No, it's I'm not. Like, nope. nope. <laughs> at the time, I was like, why make cartoon superhero movies not for kids? I didn't, it, it, it was just foreign to me. And, and I was like, sorry, I, I thought this was going to be better. And he's like, oh, it's okay. And I think it just sort of put him off superheroes. Even to this day, he's not like really a superhero type of kid. Hmm. And I'm like, huh. Ultimate Thanks, Avengers. Marvel. Yeah. Or... Maybe he's just not a superhero type of kid. No, it's Marvel. <laughs> no, he used to he used to draw superheroes all the time. He used to make up superheroes and everything. But maybe he was just one of those people who, when he was a child, he did childish things. But now he's put away childish things. Yeah, maybe. And his dad is on a podcast talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's the runner-up. Oh, it's not even close runner-up. <laughs> Not even close. Part of it is just sheer volume. Yes. But then part of it is actual quality. Mm. And it's like number two just by default. It, it it shouldn't even be given a number two. It just be, it should be like number one and that's all the medals we're giving out. Then again, maybe number two is the oh. correct number to give it. Um, yeah. All right. Are you just want to go down the list here? Or? I don't know. Maybe because – what I was surprised about as we were getting ready for this is how many DC movies there were, first of all. Yeah. There's so yeah. many of them. And then as I was looking through it, I was also surprised that I had seen so many of them. <laughs> so Now, most of the newer ones I haven't had a chance to see. DC but. does about two a year. That is what they try to do. So, yeah. yeah so we've talked about Superman Doomsday yep. in 2007, um, which <laughs> you were talking about the casting of Lois Lane as Anne Hesch. Who played Lois Lane, which is just weird to me. I don't know who she is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you saw her, you'd know her. But Superman didn't really sound like I picture Superman sounding. It was either. Adam Baldwin. Is that Alec the Baldwin's? Non, wow. uh, he's the non Baldwin brother. Baldwin. Baldwin. Gotcha. Yeah. I think. Isn't he the, <laughs> the, the the Firefly guy? I don't know. Firefly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, which one? Right. Alec Baldwin? No. Al- Adam. Baldwin. Adam. Oh, Adam. Baldwin. I'm sorry. Yeah. They both had an A. He's from Firefly. Like, you- okay. You- yep. I mean, they, they brought in people who were names um, and geek names, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, James Marsters was Lex Luthor. Yes. And he, he's gone on to play Lex Luthor in the DC uh, MMO RPG. Hmm. Um, and he played Brainiac on Smallville. Did he really? Yes, he did. Oh, that's right. That's right. And it wasn't great. I liked him. Well, it wasn't <laughs> Brainiac, but exactly. Okay. Yeah, anything on Smallville, like if you can watch <laughs> Smallville and just say, you know what? None of these names mean anything. <laughs> and it's just like new stuff. 
And then it's actually good. Well, except for season 10, where it's, they just straight up like, here's Booster Gold. And it's Booster Gold. Right in the comic That's books. great. You gave us <laughs> one season with a character who actually looks like he belongs <laughs> from have, the comics. They have Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, with Jaime Reyes. They put that in the show. What do they do? I mean, it's like season 10. It's like the dawn of, let's just put him in the costumes and just do it. I mean, for me, it was just, <laughs> hey, Aquaman. That's great. Yeah. Aquaman. I mean, he's he's not Aquaman. No. But he's Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, wonderful. It's yeah. Yeah. And then they bring in Cyborg and Fly. Oh. That was Bart Allen. Yeah. You know, yeah. again, I liked watching Smallville, but looking back on it, to me, it's, you know what? If we just change the names slightly, make Green Arrow Batman and it's World's Finest. <laughs> A little bit much you know, better. World's Finest teen edition and <laughs> yeah yeah but this is another podcast episode phantom zone was cool yeah yes it was so the several times we saw it general zod was in there yeah yeah fortress of solitude that was cool doomsday was in there he actually looked like doomsday christopher reeve <laughs> yeah christopher case. reeve was in there but let's talk about the okay. next one that they did which was justice league new frontier wow solid adaption Right. I this is a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's a great graphic novel. Absolutely. And a really good movie. So, I don't know what else there is to say. It really just takes the the comic book and turns it into a movie that uh yeah, they did a great job. Now, and that's, if you like the comic book, see the movie. This is this is one really cool thing about these animated direct to DVD stuff is because not only can they do like a pretty direct adaption from their best graphic novels, but they even even adapt the art style mm-hmm. into the movie, which is what they've done here with Darwin Cook's art style. Yeah, and there's a lot less uh, budget constraints. Right. I mean, there, there's still it's animated, so it's a big budget because every second has to be animated. Right. But it doesn't mean, you know, you're looking at when you're doing a movie. Okay, we have 45 minutes of no effects. You know, and mm-hmm. then we have 10 minutes of high-end effects shots where we're, we're adding things into every – and it's just a completely different stratosphere of budgeting. But that's not really the case. There, there are some differences, I'm sure, when you're getting more intricate animation. In that well, and I believe they – yeah, they – unlike Disney and stuff, they outsource this animation, I think, to Korea or something. Or they, they do the storyboards and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it totally takes the style. Darwin Cook's very – um, retro and clean lined yep. style, and they made it look great. And the voice, I love the voice casting in this one. I thought it was very good. We got some Kyle McLaughlin in there. He played Kyle Superman. McLaughlin. Wow, when in New Frontier? Oh no, but who? But who is he? Who's Kyle McLaughlin? Yep, he is. Uh, he's thank you, Steve. Uh, Hyde from Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what else? What else is he famous for, though? Uh, Dune, Twin Peaks, Portlandia. All right, I haven't seen any of that stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things. <laughs> That's all right. Oh. Lucy Lawless plays Wonder Woman, though. Xena Warrior Princess. Ah, nice. Yeah. yeah. And Neil Patrick Harris as Flash. No. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I'm. 
Oh no, Neil Patrick Harris. I thought <laughs> I thought you said Patrick Warburton. That's what no, my brain heard. It is I was like, not. no, he did not. <laughs> Neil Patrick Warburton. Neil Patrick Harris makes much more sense. And Jeremy Sisto played Batman, <laughs> and he's a guy that I really like. He's been in some indie movies, and then he was also on I can't remember which version of Law and Order it was, but he was a cop on Law and Order. <laughs> and this was the first this was the first animated DC Batman that they've done that wasn't uh Kevin Conroy. Oh. And wow. so I remember people were like, oh, I don't know about this when he was doing it, but he did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So the follow up to that was Batman Gotham Knight, which is basically the Animatrix. Kind of, well, it was. I mean, the Animatrix was a thing that the Matrix did between uh, whatever the second and third ones are, are called. Reloaded and Revolutions. Yeah. I think it was first, first and second, wasn't it? It was between well, maybe the it was. I don't know. Maybe it was. But whatever it was, it was expanding the universe, gave you eight short stories. Done by different – eight different directors and eight different anime animation styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a super high realistic uh, CGI, but then there's also a super stylized uh, anime style mm-hmm. for, for one of them. And um, So Batman Gotham Knight, I think it was three stories? No, it's like five or six. Is it? Yep. Uh, but they're all sort of kind of sideways next to the Nolan Batman universe. Yeah, sort very of. loosely. And uh, and a couple of the stories uh, reminded me of, of um, Bruce Timm Batman oh, episodes. Really? Yeah. Like the, the one where all the three kids are telling uh-huh. the different stories. Yeah. And that's a famous comic book also so, that they adapted that from. Yeah, and so that was... I remember liking this a lot. I watched it, I think, twice, way back in the day. Yeah. I thought it was... I liked some of it. Some of it's a little violent, a little creepy for me, but um, I liked some of it. But they go with the anime style. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. So... This one's not for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly not for you. (laughs) I like some of it. (laughs) Because it's all all separate, different stories, so if I can cherry pick then i like some of it yeah. but the whole idea is they're trying to say it took place between batman begins and dark, and dark knight yeah and not very believable <laughs> no and they bring in you know different villains and stuff like that Killer crocs in there scarecrow's there again but he's nothing like scarecrow from the seems movies. like i remember penguin being in there i don't think penguin's in it I, dead shot is in it dead shot uh, yeah yeah Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So from the, I mean, and here's the other thing. A lot of these animated movies are definitely tie-ins to try and, and make some more money off of live action stuff that's Mm -hmm. going on. Now the wonder woman movie that that came next isn't, it was just a wonder woman movie. And, 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 and I wish I could remember why, but I did not like, like are we talking the climax or the falling action? Uh, the the climax of the movie. Okay. Um, I don't remember why. I just it was a not a good movie for me. I used to like it, I know, and then it, now it's got too much pagany, ritually evil stuff in it. Well, it's me. all the, the so, Greek mythology yeah. stuff going on there, and um, yeah, I just I can't remember. These are so long ago, and I just didn't like them enough to revisit. That's really my review for a lot of these. Is I didn't like it enough to revisit. <laughs> what do we uh, got next? Green Lantern, First Flight. Now, I really liked this one 
a lot. This is what the movie, the live action movie should have been. Well, and okay. So what was the timeline here with, let's see, Green Lantern. This is 2009. Yeah. And that's when, and is the that the movie, movie when the movie out, came think, out? Yeah. yeah. Cause this was definitely one of those, again, cash grab tie-ins or, or it might've come out in 2011. I can't remember, but yeah. So this one, five minutes on the planet earth and then the rest is in space and it's like Star Wars. It's like Star Wars is also like Training Day, you know, because yeah. so it's like <laughs> early, early uh, experiences on the beat. Yeah, yeah. For and, for uh, Hal Jordan. And then yeah, and then they go into like some spaceports and some starship stuff. And then at the end, it's like Dragon Ball Z, where it's <laughs> like they're fighting in space and doing like just the two of them doing the crazy energy blast stuff. It was cool. There's one. There's one bit of it that I didn't really like uh, that creeped me out a little bit. But other than that, uh, solid. Now, here's here's one thing that I have to say about most of these. They, I feel like they nail the action and they nail the characters a lot of the time. But it just – they seem to miss the heart of the film. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you I, – I do feel like a lot of these are dry. Yeah. I mean, the Marvel ones, that's probably one of the biggest sins of the Marvel movies, the animated ones, is they're stilted and dry, mm. you know, yeah. and they, they exist and probably in storyboard form, they existed in a, a universe where this is a great movie. Right. But once they actually take it from storyboard <laughs> and turn it into movie, dry and and not not exciting. Yeah. I mean, because Green Lantern, it's a cool story. We got some cool characters, some cool plot points, but Hal Jordan is like, I don't know. I just, it, I don't feel the heart behind him. You know, it doesn't, mm. doesn't pull on your heartstrings as he's going through all the stuff necessarily. So, yeah. From here we go to Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. Another adaption. Of yeah. A very it's, good graphic novel. And I feel like this was a good a movie. Yeah. From what I remember. Again, didn't like it enough to revisit ever again. <laughs> and they brought back they brought back uh, Kevin Conroy as Batman and who did they, who did they bring it's Tim Curry not Tim Curry Tim no. Curry what's it no it's Tim not Tim Curry what's his name Tim, Tim Daly. Daly that's it they bring back Tim Daly as Superman and he had not voiced Superman since Superman the animated series they got in uh, I think it's Corey Burton to play Superman during the uh, Justice League show. So this is the first time he's coming back oh, since okay. the original Superman the Animated Series. So it was cool. Cool to have them back together acting off of one another. Yeah, and this was from that first story arc from the Superman Batman comic book series. Yes, which is very cool. Ed yeah. McGuinness, it's based on his art style. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, they brought in a lot of it. I mean, they didn't really take much liberties with it. No, with it. no. And I, do, I just remember liking it. I remember... Uh, Watching it and feeling like, oh, this isn't as bad as it could have been. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as bad as any of the Marvel ones that just left a hugely bad taste in my mouth. From there we go to, oh, Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. That was a cool one. Yes. I think I saw this one. Yeah, well, this one, it brings in Earth 2, which I believe in comics. Not... Did I see? Oh, because I thought pretty just, slow here. I so. thought Justice League Doom came out before that. I must be wrong. No, Justice League Doom was a follow up to that. Okay, a sequel to that. Yeah, I knew they were in the same continuity. Yeah, yeah. And so this is uh, 
so for me, these are characters that I really liked that were from when I read them, they were, it was earth three. That right. was like the negative, bad, evil earth. Yes. This is but, the crime syndicate. Yeah. But here it's crisis on two earths because it's earth one and earth two. And they're kind of skipping earth two being that justice society earth. Right. But yeah. So we have, uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, the justice league mm-hmm. meeting up against the, their evil counterparts right. from this evil earth, the crime syndicate ultra- and getting yeah. helped by the not evil counterpart, but the good counterpart of Lex Luthor, who is a good guy yes. on earth too. And, you know, alternate worlds, alternate timelines, those kind of things, the what ifs and else worlds, this is pulling in the what if else world type of thing into the actual characters and so you get to see the bad and the good and you have owl man and ultraman oh, and owl man is and played by what's his name i don't james know. woods yeah he was oh, wow. great <laughs> yeah he was great as owl man and it like this this is one of the best bad guys from any of these movies mm-hmm. he is he just nails it yes yeah and so i don't want to spoil too much because this is one you know new frontier i recommend Crisis on Two Earths, I recommend, partially because of Doom, also, mm. that we'll be talking about. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this one, uh, if I remember the ending, again, it's been a long time since I've seen this, but I remember really liking the ending of this movie. So, yeah, Crisis on Two Earths. And then we have Batman Under the Red Hood. What do you think about this one, Ben? Uh, I liked it. Critically and objectively, I think this is one of the top the one of the best ones they've ever done um that being said it's super dark Mm -hmm. super it might be darker than the dark knight in my opinion um yeah yes so i don't know if i (laughs) recommend it but um it's it's well put together it's a well-crafted story there's some magic-y stuff in it but um it's it's a solid film and then after that, we get Superman, Batman, Apocalypse. And this is the sequel to, to Superman, Batman, Public Enemy. Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting because in the, so that's a six issue arc was the first one. And then the second six issue arc was illustrated by Michael Turner, who has a drastically different art style than Ed McGinnis. But that's the art style that they adapt for this movie. And I've seen 85% of this film. Really? Yeah. You haven't seen the whole thing? No. Why not? <laughs> well, I, I rented it with my dad, and we got like three quarters of the way through, and then I've seen the final fight scene, so I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing. But the parts I saw, it's basically beat for beat, almost line for line adapted from wow. the comic book. So okay. it's it's one of the closest ones. I remember liking this one, too. This is where Supergirl comes. Yes, and and she's a you know just getting adjusted to life on Earth kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and so there's some goofy stuff with that. But then there's also, of course, I mean, it's called Apocalypse, so you know who's going to be involved, and that's Dark Side, and Lex Luthor is president, and it's all yeah. yeah. Well, my one, my one biggest thing I'll say about this movie is the casting for Dark Side was very poor. He just does not sound menacing at all. In the animated series, it's Michael Ironside who just knocked it out of the ballpark. He's great. And yeah, he just Andre Brocher. He just doesn't sound like a like Darkseid. Oh, it's that guy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, him. Oh, I see the picture of him. He, 
He's been in a lot of movies that I liked. He's in City of Angels. He's one of the angels. I mean, he just didn't have the, he just didn't have the voice for it. I don't think. Apparently. So, all right. We go from there to All Star Superman. I don't think I've seen this. I really like this one. I don't remember watching this at all. I read the comic, and when I read the comic, it was new to me. Did you really like? I like the comic. The comic, yeah. yeah. Basically, no. I have seen this. I have seen it, but it was after I read the comic. And it's another adaption. Yeah. And they adapt the art style very well, and I like it. It's not your. It's it's a very different Superman movie. It's all like Silver Age sort of stuff, where in the middle of the movie. Hercules and Achilles come out of the center of the earth or something, or they're time traveling for no reason. And they're like, Hey, let's stop and ask Superman to give us an arm wrestling match, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very different and just zany, but I kind of like it. Yeah. And then green lantern, Emerald Knights, another, uh, animatrix style film anthology. Mm. Yeah. And I, if I remember correctly, I didn't like this one at all. I only saw one of the stories, and it was the one where they tell the story of the very first Green Lantern, which was a very okay. big, cool concept. So we are coming now into a bunch that I really oh, like. Oh, no. Batman Year One. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one. I was told to stay away from this one. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, the content. I heard it was there's a bunch of unneeded sexual content. And... I don't remember that. I okay. do remember that there was um, uh, Jim Gordon has an affair, mm. you know, and it's... Um, it's, it's heartbreaking. And you <laughs> like say to, that's not true to his character. Well, I mean, it, they did it in Batman year one, the comic book. Oh, really? Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, I've that's read Frank it, but Miller, it's been, again, it? been a long time and that's yeah. Frank Miller. And this, this Batman year one and Batman, the dark Knight returns are actually good bookends. It's, it's a good double feature. Mm. I think if you're going to do the, the Frank Miller thing, um, the movies are, the movies are. Yeah, they're they're dark, yeah. but you're um, gonna do a double feature. <laughs> yeah, no, I I probably never get around to doing that double feature, but uh, Justice League Doom then comes along, which is a sequel to Crisis on Two Earths, right? But it's uh, adapting the JLA um, Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel. Yeah, uh, great story, guys. Go read it. <laughs> so good. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, Should we spoil the premise? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So, Batman is Batman. So he has a backup plan to take down all of the Justice League members just in case they ever get mind-controlled and turn evil. Well, somebody breaks into his computer. I'm not going to say who it is. But somebody breaks into his computer and steals those plans and just uses them. And so, takes down the whole Justice League. And then, then... you know, Batman has to go save everybody, and then they're like, wait a second, Batman, you're planning to take us down? We don't like you anymore. You're kicked out of the Justice League, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, yeah. What I like about this, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. But I might spoil it. I'm going back and forth now about spoiling it or not. Um, I mean, essentially, it's the plans are used to kill, uh, but that's not what Batman planned to do. Right. Like, if he, he isn't planning to kill everyone. But he is, you know, figuring out what it takes to take them down. And he's just accumulating the stuff needed. You know, he has kryptonite for Superman. Um, what I love about this is when they they confront him and say, well, what about you? You know, what's the plan about you? <laughs> if you get brainwashed. And, and his, he says, well, my plan, the plan for me to take me down 
is the Justice League. <laughs> you know, like that's I love it. Nice. I, I think that's a really neat uh it gets past the whole, you know, just the who could win, you know. Now right. I do hate that basically this is all about the conceit of Batman could defeat anyone. Well, he's had but, years of foreplanning. Yes. You know. Yeah. But then that he just turns around and says, you know, if something were to happen to me, I'm counting on you guys. You guys are there and you'll take me down. Yep. Yeah. It's good. Read the comic book. So that doesn't give away the ending. But yeah. next we have one that I didn't think I was going to like, but I really like. Have you read the comic for this? I have not. It's so weird. I have not read the comic for this, but it's Superman versus the elite. And it's basically oh, there's the hot, yeah, the hot new hotness is on the scene. And Superman uh, has to teach them a lesson. Well, because they <laughs> they're heroes, quote unquote. Right. And they are using lethal force. And so Superman, Superman is confronted by not only them, but the rest of the world. He's mm-hmm. saying, it's about time. Start killing supervillains. Superman, you need to step up. I love this story because it's a defense of Superman and what he does and how he does yeah. it. And the ending. Oh. I love the ending. That ending, man. I love the ending. Worth watching for the ending. I, yeah. I, <laughs> New Frontier is probably my favorite of all of these, but Superman versus the Elite is up there. If I was ranking, which we're not going to, but if I was, this would be way up there. Some of the some of the characters in the the new hot hotness, I didn't really care for, um, so that's my caveat for that. But yeah, yeah. I Batman mean, even, as, Return- even oh. as, as as character designs, yeah, I thought that it could be a little bit a little bit deeper. You know, it's it's sort of like the. Like the character designs for, say, Legion, which isn't a cartoon, but it's, you know, there's there's a lot of different super-powered characters there. And it's almost, as you're watching the show, it's almost as if each one has been, like, like handheld or, or, like, is the brainchild of one person on the It doesn't seem like one person made up all these characters. Although they could have, I don't know, I haven't really got into it. But the sense that you get is that they're individually crafted, they're individually designed. And sometimes when you're watching these other shows, it just seems like they were just designed by one person and or, you know, lumped in together and or whatever. It it it, it doesn't have that same sense of diversity that you would get in like a real world setting where these powers would have, you know, really random effects or whatever. Well, and but, that's, that's probably the case with these guys. I mean, in the comic book, they are built for this story arc. And I think the only one who moves on past the one story arc is Manchester black. Who's their leader. And he's kind of a cool character. Um, but yeah, you're probably right, Steve. I mean, they probably are. We're all thought up just by one guy. And I mean, most of them are like cannon fodder. For this story arc, pretty much. Yeah. They're just there for That's, this. Yeah. <laughs> More like it. But, yeah. Uh, this one is a – it's a good Superman story. It's a good Superman story. Uh, Batman Dark Knight Returns, part one and part two. Mm. Um, again, certain people aren't going to like this. Darky dark, dark, dark. It's really dark. It's really dark. And it's Frank Miller dark. You know, yes. and there is – there are going to be some content yes. issues. Um, um, now – I was not going to watch these, but then a magical thing came across my way called VidAngel. And so... Magic? Yeah, gross. Yes, well, this is magic in the vernacular of just special and 
once <laughs> once in a lifetime and illegal and wonderful and <laughs> so, uh, so i watched i watched it on there and uh even with the filtering you gotta just gotta you gotta know what you're walking into yeah. but it was much more enjoyable with the filtering well we'll find out how illegal or legal it is when the court case settles but right now they're not allowed to right. do what they're doing because... it just didn't sound illegal to me it didn't sound illegal to me the way that they described it it didn't sound illegal. No, they, absolutely. They believed. I don't think that they were intentionally breaking the law. I think they were. They believe they have found a really tight and and defendable loophole that allowed them to do what they were doing. That they weren't. They didn't think they were breaking the law mm-hmm. uh, until the courts said, "Can't do this right now." Right. And so you have to stop. <laughs> and for they did. For now. Yes. But their business is not going to really do well until they're allowed to start again. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> we will see. Everyone's praying now. Please, God, let me be able to watch the movies that everyone else is watching, but not with the stuff that everyone else is seeing. So, Yep. Because, you know, it's, it's important. So anyway, Superman Unbound, I haven't seen. I really like this one. No, wait, this is the Brainiac one? Yeah. I have seen this one. Yeah. This is an adaption of Superman Brainiac, the story arc. Uh, it's heavy on the Supergirl relationship. I really liked it. This one, once again, it's a little dry. The, it's heavy on the action, heavy on the plot points, but um, the ending is one of my favorite endings for any Superman thing mm. ever. So I really enjoyed it. Okay, so we're getting to some more that, man, I just really like Justice League, the Flashpoint or Paradox. And this is the kickoff for this new animated universe. Yes, because the next several are all in one continuity. So what did you think of this one? Okay, so again, taking a great big giant story and condensing it and doing it. I think it did a decent job of it. And this is uh, it's Elseworlds. It's an alternate universe. And what they were basically doing was taking this and using it to shut down just like they did with the new 52 where they use flashpoint to shut down post-crisis dc Mm -hmm. this is to say we're not necessarily wiping out what happened before we're just saying this is a starting point of what's going to happen here and it's batman but not it's aquaman and wonder woman but not but not it's it's elseworlds it's what it's would happen. What if there's this different thing that happens that just it's it's the framework from Ages of Shield. In some ways. <laughs> um, I've not read the comic book Flashpoint. Oh, I should go grab them for you. I'm okay. Okay. They it kicked off one of the things that I most disliked about DC Comics. But so. you know what it did before that. I wasn't reading DC Comics before that. I was Ben. Flashpoint came. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> Three months, my summer, uh, I could get into this. And I actually didn't uh, – bottom line is I read it mm-hmm. and liked it. And then I left it. Mm. When it was done, I was like, this is – it's actually a beginning, a middle, and end. I'm, I'm good with this. Mm. And then it was done. The movie itself uh, was a little too violent for me. But, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of blood and impaling and, and such. So <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> Someone gets roasted alive. 
<laughs> and you know, <laughs> and you know who plays uh, Aquaman? Who? Jason Momoa. Wesley from Princess Bride. Um, <laughs> another reason why I don't Carrie like this movie. Always? Then. Yep. There we go. That's funny. Yep. All right, and then we move from there into the <sighs> Justice League War. Which is the adaptation of the new fifty two version of the Justice League. I don't like the new fifty two, Ben. You don't have to. I don't like it at all. But this is not the new fifty two, it's a movie. It's different. No, it's the same. It's, it's different. Sa- no, because it's all in continuity now in the new movies too. It's the same. It is an adaption of the first flagship new fifty two story arc. And then all the movies after this are set with new 52 characters and costumes and personalities. Uh-huh. And post credit, Aquaman. Yeah. Setting up the, the Aquaman movie. Setting up. Now, I will say this. this is It does have one of the cooler Batman versus Superman fights that I really like. Because in this, it's their quote-unquote first meeting. And... Uh, Batman's doing all this stuff and Superman's just taking him apart like bit by bit I really like that see if you can just get past your prejudice and get past my well-founded prejudice your your prejudice and your bitterness you've got this root of bitterness that's taken hold in your heart Mm. if you can just get past it see for me I don't care I mean my (laughs) Superman he's been gone for a long time so you know what mine's back yeah, that's that's great for you, but it's unfortunate for you as well because it means you don't have to deal with the issues that you really need to deal with mm. with here. So, I'm just saying, you got some growing up to do. <laughs> where you can just let go and enjoy the things. That, okay, I don't but like I this can't because enjoy but you can. that. Thing. I don't like it. You totally can. I really can't though because I don't like it. Yeah, well, Son of Batman, haven't seen. Oh, I've seen this one. Eh. I have, yeah. It's based on the, the story arc. One yes, three. with the introduction of Damian Wayne, who I also do not like. But that was before <laughs> New 52. I didn't like him back then. So, Batman Assault on Arkham. Okay. I haven't let's, seen. Let's stop here. Never watch this. Whoa. I'm going to just say that as a blanket statement. Do not, if someone is offering you, like, hey, let's sit down and watch this. Just say no. So now you've made me want to watch this. Don't this do it. Comes it. Down Don't to. do it. It's okay. It's not because of the story necessarily. It's the content. It is like, and I mentioned this on our Suicide Squad, because uh, it's, it's called Batman Assault on Arkham. Batman is barely in this movie. It is a Suicide Squad movie, and it is wall to wall smut. Whoa. I mean, yeah, we have anime. We, I mean, let's. Let's take all the girl characters' clothes off a couple times during the movie. Like, everybody gets a churn, you know? So, and then, yeah. And it's just mega super violent. I'm pretty sure the language is horrible. There's a bunch of sexual innuendo. It is. There's, and there's no heart to it because it's all bad guys and it's one of these DC movies. And it's just smutty, smut, smut, smut. But the follow-up? Don't watch it. <laughs> the movie that comes after that is Justice League Throne of Atlantis. I didn't like this one either. You didn't ben. like this? No, I did not what? like this. No, they've done you this. You don't like anything. No, then no, they've done this so many times in the animated series already, and they was done better in the animated series. 
and it's this, and we've seen it in the comics before. To me, it's just it's rehashing old stuff, and it's <laughs> okay. But you can make that blanket statement about so many of I these know, movies. I know, but you're not making it about those movies. You're making it about this one because it's New Fifty Two. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You are predisposed to not like this movie. No, I watched it and I really wanted to like it because it's about Aquaman and I thought it was going to be cool. But to me, it's they did it better in the Justice League animated show. Aquaman was cooler. And, and here, once again, I didn't feel like they had the heart of the character. And it just was – it's all focused on the violence and the set pieces. So – it's not this. This one does not have to do with that. It's New Fifty Two. Yeah, right. It, uh, no, I'm serious. I just didn't care for this one. Well, okay, all right. Because because it, it's basically it is really the same story from the Justice League episodes, and I in the Justice League episodes I thought did it much better. It's actually the same story from Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Right. The the comic book series Jeff Johns wrote. But it's not quite the same. It's slightly different because Aquaman is not a part of the Justice League. Right. At the time, but well. And doesn't it, in Throne of Atlantis, don't they like flood Metropolis or whatever? And they didn't do that in this movie, did they? I I'm, don't, can, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, maybe I forgot about that part. Yeah, because you were so busy being angry <laughs> about I, New 52. Maybe I quit halfway through. I can't remember. Batman versus Robin. Have not seen this one either. I just nope. watched this one recently, and yet I don't remember much about it. So. <laughs> wow. You know what's next, Evan? What's next? Justice League. Gods and Monsters. Ah, we've seen this one. <laughs> and talked about it at great length. Yes. So if you on would like... Comic Book Time Machine. If you'd like an in-depth review, go check it out on Comic Book Time Machine. Now... We reviewed so much with that, though. Yes. We reviewed the Comic Book Tie-Ins prequels. Mm-hmm. We reviewed the mini-episodes that came out to promote the movie. There mm-hmm. were three of them. And then we reviewed the movie itself. Yeah. And, and this one, surprisingly... And it's it's done in Bruce Timm's art style, and I think it's pretty much the entire creative team that mm-hmm. was in the Justice yeah. League show. So it it's got surprisingly it's got the heart and the spirit of that old good stuff, with lots of horrible content thrown in, and not not horrible, but it's <laughs> it's very mature and it's dark. It is very mature, very dark. Yes, and it's it's Elseworlds in yes. the sense that it's Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman in name only. Right, so it's, it's not it's Clark, taking, Bruce, and Diana. Yeah, it's taking the Superman name and applying it to a new character, and mm-hmm. the Wonder Woman name and applying it to a new character, and the Batman name and applying it to a new character, um, but then using familiar names from the DC universe. I mean, it's just this kind of sideways DC universe yeah. where uh, it's still there's still Metropolis, there's still Daily Planet. I feel like it's kind of like where they asked Stan Lee – to like the just imagine Stanley. Yeah, creates. how would you do yep. Superman, or how would you? Yep. Just, it, it really is, yeah. and there's some neat stuff that they do with it. It is dark. It yes. is very dark, yes. and yeah. But that's Justice League: Gods and Monsters. Go to Comic Book Time Machine and look up the. I can't remember how many episodes we did with it. Was it three? Was it Four. five? Four. Because mm. we did. We there's three comic books, and after each comic book, we no, it is five. Yeah, it seems like we did five, like one every weekday. Because because each character had their own comic and their own short, which we did in, in one episode. It was five. Okay, so we did uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters preview. No, that was part one, Batman, part two, Superman, part three, Wonder Woman, part four was the, the Genesis. Because that's where they team up in the comic. 
Because they had a comic where they all teamed right. up. Right. We did one for each issue, didn't we? Did we? Yeah. Okay. And I got very excited about issue three. Yes, you did. Yes. So <laughs> check it out. Listen, it's a fun conversation. Yeah. So five parts <laughs> yeah. uh, from 2015 when it came out. It was all leading up to, I don't know if it was how close to release it was. But it was, it was close. very, very close. Yeah. Maybe even the week of. Yeah. Did we sit down and watch it together? I don't think we did. No, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't. But, yeah. I was excited about it because of just the idea of what it was. Well, and I believe you were also excited because you knew I would probably really hate it. I, I, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Just listen to the episodes, <laughs> listeners, and you'll see. <laughs> nice. So, and I did not actually hate it as much as uh, we thought I would. So uh, it's true. It's true. Um. All right. Uh, what's the next one? I don't know because I can't get out of this tab. <laughs> this comic book time machine tab has us trapped. We're trapped in a time loop. There we go. Oh, here we go. Next is Batman: Bad Blood. Haven't seen. Nope. Actually, after one. all this, I've only seen one of these. Batman Bad Blood, I haven't seen. Justice League versus Teen Titans, I haven't seen. Batman the Killing Joke, we haven't seen. Which, if you listen to our Ghostbusters episode, you will hear the story of how we didn't watch yes, Batman the Killing Joke. we were going to. Uh, have you seen any of those, Steve? Evan? Oh, I don't. You know, the funny thing about these, these things is there are very few of them that I would even consider watching again it's it's it seems kind of weird because i mean they're entertainment they're entertaining Mm -hmm. and some of them are passably good but there's (laughs) so so very few of them i mean like you know captain america i'll I'll watch that again and and you know the avengers movies and stuff i'll watch those again but when it comes down to this stuff it's almost as if it's just like the candy in between the meals yeah you know, you throw it in your mouth, you eat it, and then, you know, the meal comes and it's like a banquet. But, I mean, someone produced the candy. Someone, you know, made mm-hmm. it and designed it and all that other stuff. And you, it's it's just sort of like, for me anyway, there's not a lot that's very memorable with a lot of these things. Ah. It's almost so then, hard for me to remember. I really <laughs> wanted, to, I wanted to see Justice League versus Teen Titans. But then the bad guy that they're all fighting is Trigon, so I'm out. I don't know who that is. Raven's dad, basically Magic. DC Satan. Oh, uh, Magic. So I'm out. Well, I haven't seen it. Uh, I did see the next one that's after The Killing Joke, and that was Justice League Dark. Oh, nope. Yep. <laughs> yep, it was. And the big reason why I went out of my way to see this movie, because it was not on, I mean, I rented it. Very soon after release. And the big reason was Swamp Thing was in it. Yeah. And the stuff that he does, I, I he's not in it very much. But he's pretty cool. And what happens to him is really neat. But I'm glad I didn't buy it. <laughs> because I'm not going to watch it again uh, unless it's on Netflix or something. And I just feel like watching the stuff with, uh, with Swamp Thing. But the end of the Swamp Thing's story arc in that was really kind of touching hmm. to me and, and heartbreaking a little bit, but hmm. it's also very, very dark, very dark. Uh, Teen Titans, Judas contract. Yes. Which is just like the adaption of Teen Titans, Judas contract. But I mean, it's just came out recently, right? Yeah. It's just out like this month. So, so 
may, might see that. Um, I like I like Deathstroke as a Teen Titans villain. Like I know they've really been using him as other stuff, but I really like him as a Teen Titans bad guy. Probably because I watched the show, and he mm. was the main bad guy in mm. that. Um, but he's just he's a cool bad guy, and that's an interesting storyline. So bottom line is, out of these, even considering all these that we hated and didn't like. Have you seen the DC Showcase ones, the short films? Yeah, yeah. I like them. Those are pretty cool. There was the Spectre one, uh, the Jonah yeah. Hex one. Um, Green Arrow was probably the one I liked the least. No, Catwoman. That was oh, the one I liked I liked the, the Green least. Arrow one. Um, but I love the Superman Shazam one. I didn't see that one. Oh, my goodness. It's... Now there's there is magic because that's Captain Marvel's thing. Yeah, Black Adam is but in it. Um, it's it's actually longer than the other ones. It's it's twenty some minutes. Okay. It's like it feels like a an episode of an animated show that doesn't exist. Right. You know, um, and it's it's basically hey here's here's Captain Marvel and Superman's going to help him learn some superhero stuff. Cool. And, yeah, I uh, the Spectre one was really neat um, because it's like it's like a what would you. It's like a 70s uh, Los Angeles murder mystery Mm -hmm. where the detective just happens to be the Spectre. Which is basically (laughs) what the Spectre stories were when when they were using him is is he was a a detective and then he would not necessarily be able to exact, you know, justice as far as law and order goes. Right. But there's justice where he can make people melt and And stuff make people burn (laughs) or suffocate or you know just he brings on this this spiritual divine justice Mm. he could make it unpleasant for people yeah he's an interesting character and i like the uh, the green arrow one he was fighting merlin yeah and it's like in an airport yeah i like that one a lot it wasn't bad but the Superman Shazam one I really liked, and the Spectre one was good, and Jonah Hex. He's Jonah Hex. Yeah. You know? I like him. I like him. All right. So there you have it. Those are the, the big ones. We didn't talk much about... Um, uh, well, there's another set of, of movies, isn't there? The Batman ones? Yeah. From the Timverse? Oh, we did talk about those. Yeah, we talked about those a little bit. So. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, clearly there's no contest, but I think. So your standout ones that you would recommend for our. New Frontier is standout. Um, Crisis on Two Earths and Doom. Those are, those are standout. I do like Flashpoint quite a bit. Um. And and then the the Frank Miller ones that they did, the yeah. year one and, and what about Superman Elite? Oh yeah, Superman Elite. Yeah, yeah. I and I really like Green Lantern, First Flight. I liked All Star Superman. Um. And those other ones I mentioned earlier that I can't remember. <laughs> so, oh, but the one, yeah, and all of those Bruce Tim Batman ones, uh, especially Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, that's at the top of my list. I still haven't seen Batman versus Dracula. I want to see that. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's the Batman mm-hmm. from the TV show, and that's it is a left turn from the TV show because it goes into some dark spots, and it is really cool. 
um, especially if you like Batman and Dracula. Um, it's oh, you know what we didn't talk about? What? The Tomb of Dracula. Tomb of Dracula. Tomb of Dracula. It was an anime produced in Japan, but it was taking Marvel's '70s Marv Wolfman uh, Tomb of Dracula comic book series. Hmm. And turning it into a really, really dark anime. Hmm. Well, that's not, not a movie. Not great. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. It was a, a feature. DVD. Okay. Interesting. It was not direct to DVD because DVDs were not invented. Gotcha. <laughs> it was direct to whatever it is, but some sort of video cassette. But <laughs> nice. not recommended except as a curiosity. If you really like Tomb of Dracula as a comic book, which I do. Okay. Um, that's the only reason I tracked it down to see what it was like. If uh, if you get if you want to go check out Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, try to get the uncut, unrated version. That's the only version I've seen. Cool. Yeah. Because that's the good one. Because basically, it's a PG movie. But if you get the uncut, unrated version, then it's PG thirteen <laughs> because because of one scene, which just. Ups the gravitas a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and what they cut from that scene, it definitely cuts it cuts the movie off at the knees. Mm. And yep. yeah, yeah. No, that is a really good movie. It's very good. It is. And the, I mean, all star voice cast too: Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, uh, Will Friedle. Great stuff. Yeah. So, do we have any weak connections to pull in here? You know, I was thinking about that mm-hmm. before. <laughs> like, what what type of spiritual application can we pull? Uh, here's one, and that is um, the root of bitterness. <laughs> when it takes hold Good grief. in your life, it causes you not to be able to see things or see people for who they are. And this is objective, what they are. cold logic. No, it's not objective, cold logic. <laughs> like, it's Some not. It, is. it isn't, though. You can make a defense. I can... I'll have to sure. write it down. Have you can make a defense, down. but objective cold logic, no. No, we're talking about cartoons. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> like, I don't like it, Ben. <clears throat> um, so, okay. So I thought of one, and I don't know where I'm going with this. It's not a fully formed thought here. But back to the the issue of the movies not having uh, the heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what I mean when... I say they don't have the heart is it's kind of, it's kind of like a life without your God in it. I mean, you can still experience good things and, and you can still experience a form of joy, but it's not as deep or rich as it's meant to be. It's a decent weak connection. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a decent weak connection. <laughs> have you seen the Babylon B? Articles that have been coming around. Um, one of them Love is the Babylon Bee. Yeah, one of them is is uh, about a pastor and his congregants are just like praying yes. that he won't watch movies anymore. <laughs> yes, because yeah. he keeps coming with <laughs> with really bad weak connections, basically. But <laughs> I love the one where it's like a local uh, local worship pastor finishes worship song in seventeen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. in, in defense of weak connections, though, I mean, when we're talking about it here on the podcast, it's because we we don't have anything. I mean, we're just yeah. making stuff up. We had a fun conversation. Blah blah blah. The YouTube channel. There's weak connections, but there's actually 
some feeling. You put some thought There's into thought that stuff. into it. Yes. There's actually legitimate thought that I would never share with, you know, my Sunday morning crew when I'm teaching kindergarten through third grade. But for people like me, yeah, I think there's some stuff there. Yeah. So. Anyway. And by the way, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, it's at youtube.com slash strangers and aliens. Yeah. I think. <laughs> but Very good. There's, Great promo, there's man. There's probably a link Great to it on promo. our Facebook page. <laughs> or if you go to nice. YouTube and just search strangers and aliens, you're sure to find it. And we've got some great shows on there. We've got the Week Connection show. We've got the Truth is in There show, currently featuring one episode. <laughs> the David Dialogue show, which has like three, maybe. Maybe. And we got the One Shots. There's where, a couple of them. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want to say 2016 was the year of the Swamp Monster. Because we had Hulk, where monsters dwell, with Man-Thing. And Justice League Dark, with Swamp Thing. Like, what... Is going on, man. And then Justice League Action had Swamp Thing showing up. And Justice League Injustice 2 has got Swamp Thing. Have you seen that? Well, yeah, but that's not a... It's a video game. It's a video game, but I'm talking about animated movies here. Okay. Okay. So that's all I got. Steve, you got anything more? Got any final words of wisdom to give to our listeners as we say our goodbye and farewell and adviderzain, adieu? I think if you ever go to DC... I think you'll marvel at all the wonderful stuff there. Like Washington, D.C.? Yeah, that's... Okay. Isn't that what D.C. stands for? <clears throat> I just burned Oh, look some, at the time. You burned an image <laughs> into my brain, Steve. It was a valiant, valiant effort. You're, huh? you're welcome. Huh? It's just an image in your brain. It was just a, it was a dark horse entry into the... Uh, Nice. There we go. Well done. Perfect. Well done. Perfect. Evan? A very timely analogy. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was dynamite. <laughs> nah. No, I don't well, care as much. I'm going to have to, pretty soon I'm going to have to get out of here, go drive my Zonder van back home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. On that note, thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> And Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you will find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandalien.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline just call 1-804-37-ALIEN and leave your message and once again, thanks for listening For who they are. And this is objective and what they are. cold logic.